Welcome to the Light Gray Art Lab podcast. I'm Lindsay Knoll. I'm Chris Heine. And I'm Francesca Puchko. I want to mention a couple things that are coming up here. In fact, this Wednesday, we have a game night. It is the emergency flavor. Yes, emergency as in putting out fires, stopping plagues, all that kind of thing. Saving humanity from destruction. Orange drink. Oh, emergency. No, not that one. (laughs) That's so funny. Okay. (laughs) So, and what kind of games are we going to have? Well, we're going to have games where you (laughs) fight fires and stop plagues. Like, yeah, no, I know. But like, (laughs) Flash Point and Pandemic, we also might play um, some games about emergencies, destructions, and the end of worlds. So we'll see what else I decide to bring. We also have a uh, third annual Make My Holiday Art Swap. Uh, we are extending it a little bit this time to include all the way through 2014. So if you want to be a part of that, all you have to do is head to the blog and put your name down. And what we do is we pair you up with another artist from somewhere around the world, somebody else who signed up. And all you have to do is send them a piece of work. So if you're trying to figure out how much you've got to do preparing for the holidays, don't worry too much about this one. You can send a print. You can send an original. You can send anything, for example, zines, art books, um, objects, whatever it is that you're into. Feel free uh, to think about that and come on over and sign up. Um, So we are doing that until December 6th. So there's only a couple days to sign up for that. And we will be listing all of the pairings up on December December 7th, so that you can see who exactly your partner is and start preparing for their wonderful treats. The last thing that I thought I would mention is we have the Light Gray Cookie Party happening on December 21st. It is from 1 to 3 p.m. Important part is that all you have to do is, is bake a delightful assortment of cookies and bring it on over with a Tupperware container. And then we'll divvy them all up, eat a bunch of cookies, drink hot chocolate, just like a sugar overload. That is on December 21st from 1 to 3 p.m., and it's also kind of our informal holiday party. So head on over to Facebook and put down your favorite cookie recipe, claim it, and then we shall all partake in your delightful bakery. Is that what you call that? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Okay, you guys. Today I was up bright and early at good old 11.30 p.m. Nope. A.M. Mm. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> we were driving up here to do the podcast. I was looking around, and usually I get to sit in the passenger side, uh, and sometimes I'm just flipping through my phone instead of uh, watching Chris drive or something like that. And I was driving up here, and since it was nice and bright and wonderful outside and frigidly cold in our beautiful Minneapolis weather, I noticed how many people are still outside and how many places along our route here were places that I've never been to. In fact, there were so many places, so many restaurants and so many like weird little nooks and crannies like aerial aerobics place. And there's like a weird hippie cafe and there's like a like a weird herbal oils (laughs) location. Think of all the wonderful things that you can visit. There's plenty of other stuff, too. Like I was thinking about that, and I was like, oh, there's an Aldi. We could visit that. Never been in there. But I also think there's a bunch of different galleries along that way, too, that I don't think we've ever been to. There's Franklin yeah. Artworks. There's All My Relations Gallery. There's like a bunch of other spots. Anyway, the point is I was thinking about how I have been living in this city for how long? Like 12 years? It's more like 15. 15, 15 years. years. And I have never been in any of those places. 
In fact, you know what I think about too is that there are plenty of places that are like, I'm going to go there one day, but then I never go and then it's gone by the time that I actually get around to it. I feel like that's kind of the nature of of things, right? I don't think it's weird that there's shops opening and closing all the time. I think part of a city is change. I mean, I think it'd be weirder if whatever was there was established and it never changed and you could come back 25 years later and go to all the same places you used to go. And that works in some cases. I mean, there's places that have been around forever, but I think just because all these places open up, I think we do a fair job of going into new ones that are interesting, but Mm-hmm. It's kind of like how many relationships with businesses can you maintain at once? It's oh, you mean of, like can you be a patron of one million places? Yeah, you mm-hmm. can either go to a new place and constantly be trying new things or you can go to the places that you know you like and then occasionally go out and try new things. Mm-hmm. Well, you do have your gaming stores that you really like. Yeah. Like like Mead Hall is one that we first went there and it was kind of, it was still pretty new, right? Yeah. I mean, that's a new place. I would say that is a very new place in Minneapolis. It's one of those things where that particular store pertains to your interest. So you're going to support it. So you would have walked in there all the way down there just to go in there because they sell comics and magic cards. Yeah. And yeah. I did. But yeah. you probably wouldn't walk into some I probably wouldn't walk into aerial a, aerobics or, shop. Yeah, I, probably I mean, maybe you, if they had like open demonstrations of aerial aerobics, maybe it would be interesting. But I probably wouldn't walk into a random coffee shop, whatever, oh, I might do that. because I don't yeah, drink I coffee. So why would I go to a coffee shop? I think there's something to be said about having that time to just go and take a peek in all these different places. The other thing is like I have the strongest relationships with the places near where I live. Yeah. That's just because I live there. So yeah. I'm like an inherently a part of it. And so you can choose to... Ignore those places or you can choose to be a part of it. And what I think is cool about the city is it's very easy to just decide to be a part of it. And there are places that I visit that are not in my neighborhood that I kind of, you know, I like them and I go to them enough, but I'm less concerned about their welfare, if that Aww, makes sense. Which yeah. I don't mean, it doesn't mean I don't like them, but like if my my coffee house that was by my place closed down, I would be really upset. Yeah. And if, because that's your, like, local hangout. Right. That's, like, my other home. And so, like, if another coffee house somewhere else closed down, I'd be like, well, that's too bad. <laughs> but I never go there, so I'm not going to be too concerned. Yeah. I guess that makes sense. I don't know. I was thinking the other day, too, while I was upstairs wallowing in my sadness, in my seasonal sadness here, I was thinking about how I should go out and do something. But now that it gets dark at 4 p.m., I had such a hard time pulling myself out of my house and doing anything. Yeah. like, And that's the funny thing. I realize there's this wealth of places that if I just want to explore, I could probably just get up and go to a street and just walk down it instead of feeling sorry for myself for no reason. Yeah. Just like upstairs. I do think that walking, that's one thing I can say about walking. I hate, I really hate the winter and I really hate walking in the winter. But the nice thing about it is, is you will wake up within a block, guaranteed, like, you know, regardless. Because you're freezing cold. Because you're freezing cold and you are, there's a point where you're so cold that you're just thinking about how you're going to get inside. And so maybe you would walk and then you'd be like, okay, well, first shop that I come across that is open, I'm going to go in because I can't stand it anymore. I think that's a fine thing. I mean, what, do you have seasonal depression or seasonal uh, effect affected by the weather? mode um i don't think so really yeah you're lucky i don't know maybe you get enough vitamin d does it make you warmer no it it supposedly boosts all of your you should look it up chris what does it boost i thought it 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 boosts your happy factor brain chemical well it comes yeah it comes from the sun and if you don't see the sun because you wake up at 
11.30 like I did today. And then did you figure out the answer? It says people use vitamin D for skin conditions like psoriasis. That's not what <laughs> so, <laughs> that's not what I thought. That <laughs> it also boosts the immune C system. A, okay, immune system. Sounds like it doesn't do much. There's here. a lot of things so. in here. I mean, it doesn't specifically say vitamin D will make you happier. Yeah, nothing like that. It's all about immune system, skin diseases, conditions in the heart and blood vessels. So, well, all of those, all things, of those things sound things would important. Make you happy. Yeah, I guess yeah, so. make you happy if all your stuff is going right. Fair enough. Let's talk about things that you do to get out of your winter funk. Do you get out of your winter <laughs> funk is the first question. Is it possible to get out of that? I mean, yesterday we went to the mall. That's your winter pick-me-up? Well, I mean, it, not exactly, but I, it is a winter pick-me-up, I'm sure. I'm sure for some people. It picked me up a little bit. I was pretty funky yesterday. Okay, here's a list of things that I do. I go to coffee house, and I drink a lot of caffeine. And I haven't done that yet today, but I'm sure when I do, I'm going to feel really good. The second thing that I do is cover myself in cats. And, and third, those both work? <laughs> yeah, they totally work. The third thing is if all else fails and I cannot get up and out, I will sometimes binge on King's Quest from 1993 and or Darklands. Those are my three. What are your three? Chris doesn't need to pick me up though because he's normal. Yeah. Well, if you're normal even, what do you do in the winter? Three things that make you happy. I am happy that I don't have to leave the house as much. <laughs> yeah, but but don't you? <laughs> what? Do I have to? Yeah, I thought you... I mean, you Chris refuses to leave the house, which makes him happy. But you still have to leave though. You, you like skiing. I like yeah. ice skiing. In the winter, I am happy because I can sit inside... And play video games and not have to interact with as many people. That is very interesting. I don't know how that's... It's the same thing I've been trying to do my entire life since high school, so... <laughs> so you just get to do more of it. Okay, and then... <laughs> so, I know, winter is like a battle these days for me. I feel like it is... I am making a calendar of counting down. It's just that it's... I think it's like as soon as winter comes... That's when all the holidays come too. So it is like, it's like getting another job of just like trying to get my life straight. And then New Year's happens and I hate New Year's. I see, seriously, winter Why is like a bust. The, here's the other thing. I think maybe it is, especially nowadays, I really do enjoy summer and I, I like fall and stuff like that. I try to do the things that I could do back in those times. But it's just like an extra challenge, if like that makes what? sense. Like what? Well, like ride your bike? Because that's a well, I can't. I don't. Feet. Yeah, I don't ride my bike. But like, I still want to go to the places I want to go to. But I have to walk there, so it's like it, it takes more time. So a lot of my time is spent commuting. It's just like there's like an extra like half hour to forty minutes to go anywhere. I feel like I have. I get like a thirty percent decrease in time in the winter. There's only um, a couple weeks left of school, which is weird. I kind of come to this big end of year crunch time i'm sure everybody does but it's strange because things that i've been doing sort of drop off so school ends and then lots of my big jobs end and then lots of my big projects end you know Mm -hmm. and then i am sitting there wondering what i'm gonna do with myself which is why i think it becomes a little bit kind of crazy because i have to reassess my priority list and then kind of shuffle that around but that's why i think it's a little bit difficult to figure out my order of of what i want to do at the end too because there's so many things that i'd like to finish 
before my like fake date of December 31st. Do you guys have like a massive list before the end of the year? Last year you did. Uh, last year, I, I guess I was getting ready to go through all these photos from Iceland and I'm kind of doing that again. It's one of those things where I'm not ready to approach it because it's so big. And yeah. once I start, it's something where I have to continually do it for hours every single night until my computer chugs it's just not that fun it's so. a slog it is a slog and but, but i do need to do it and i'll be doing that shortly so i'll probably be sitting roughly in the exact same place as i was last year but other than that i don't really have anything and i think i said the same thing last year where i don't i don't feel like the end of a year is some sort of goal that needs to be hit or anything needs to be accomplished by mm-hmm. really? so yeah so the iceland photos are not a goal that are just specified by the new year. It's just specified by the fact that it's been a few months and I should really get around to that. Well, I always like that there is a drop-dead date, which is why you'd have to sit in the same spot for a billion hours and just crank it out, you know? Well, I'm always of the opinion that the end of the year, because of the way the holidays and everything are arranged, that it's time to not work. Really? And just have fun and sit around and enjoy enjoy the fact that you can't go out and do a ton of things it's like basically forced slow down time huh yeah i could see that i think that's how it used to be in medieval times in medieval times (laughs) i mean i wish i wish that was the case i actually think that that would make me feel better about the winter because i i feel like it is more stressful because it is an like added load and then plus here's a giant obstacle you have to get through but i but i do really love What's the added load? The added load is the holidays because there's always stuff you have to do. And what's the obstacle? The winter. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, but the holidays. The holidays literally. The holidays literally are just supposed to be like go spend time with your family. Yes, you're right, and that part I actually love. I really do. I really love spending time with my family and just hanging out and not worrying about stuff. And so I don't see how that is a giant hurdle. That well, that, that has happens. a million pieces of artwork to make for all of her 90 million that, family members. That happens. Like you can, I, and I, I think I'm getting better at like letting go during the time I'm like, if I'm, if I'm hanging out with my family or playing a game or whatever, I'm just going to be like, okay, this for these like five hours, I'm not going to think about anything else. But I think it's in my nature to like worry about like things that are going to happen, you know, in two weeks or whatever. Like, that's just how I'm going to be. What's happening in two weeks? No, I, I, mean, I know like what she's general. talking about. She's talking about the fact that, like, for example, this this Thanksgiving, I was like, oh, okay, so I'm going to, I teach on Monday, and then I've got Tuesday through Sunday, and I'm going to air quotes off, you know, and think about how much great personality I can right. get done. And then I was like, nope, I'm going to go cook all this stuff at my parents' house, and then I'm going to clean this up, and I got to clean all these litter boxes. I got to take Chris to the doctor. So he can get his knee replaced or whatever. And there's all these things that you're like, oops, I forgot that all that stuff is in there with my big old goal that I thought I was going to have like six days off, you know, to complete all this stuff. Mm -hmm. So I know what you're saying. Yeah. I feel like that's one. That's real. That's a real thing. Um, And I I guess after 33 years of holidays, I have understood (laughs) that. It's you can bring happen. as much home as you want to the families to and the you holidays, will not get it done and you will never do it well because right? i used to bring my computer and i'm like oh i'm gonna edit this and i'm gonna do this and i'm gonna make this and that and then i would you know spend time with my family and even though we're not doing a whole lot i also wouldn't sit there and ignore them and do work either right yeah well you i mean that's like manners 
yeah. But I, I have come to understand that the holidays, just because you have days off on the holidays doesn't mean that... You have days off. You have days off right. to be productive in some sort of other work-related... I think my stuff yeah. is residue of having winter break still. Because I know that I still think about it the same way all my students think about it, where they're like, okay, one work is done, school's done, so all the work I have to do for school is done, but now I can do all the projects that I have been waiting to do forever, and I have two weeks to do them. Yeah. And that's why I'm like, oh, okay, do them all in this, you know, one little tiny, like, sliver of a second on top of Christmas. Yeah. Which is exactly what I'm doing this year, too, because I got to finish Great Personality, too, you know? So it's same exact thing. So I will be, like you, sitting in the same place, cranking out a game, but I kind of like that I have, like, a dedicated time to do that. I think if it's dedicated, then that's good. I think the problem for me is that I, in the past, I have over-dedicated, and that's why I like I get and that's why I get angry and that's why I get frustrated because you didn't know how long things were going to take you or what or because like I like I assume like like Chris you're saying yeah don't don't bring your work home to your family like that's 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 ludicrous remember that one time you went to Montana yeah no I did that and that was that was like actually physically harming so I'm not gonna do that again (laughs) you know and I still I still like will do things that like I, I try to eke it in a little bit I'm like I'm just gonna not going to do as much i'm going to do a little bit and then i still get disappointed you know but the funny thing is if i don't expect that if i don't have those expectations and i go into it i have a better time and i also don't get stressed out i just don't complete something but that's not the end of the world either so yeah that's that's kind of how i try to approach it the the problem is when there's things you have to do yeah you don't have an option that makes sense so there's no end of the year important thing that you have to do you're just gonna do it because you can but not because you have to yeah, and like I said, I'm I'm not going to do it before the end of the year. Probably it'll probably oh. be like like last year. I believe I was doing it into January, mm-hmm. but I was just I, I I think I just decided to start around now. Yeah, I feel like that's a good random thing. I don't know. I think it's healthy to have some some weird goals at the end of the year just to finish all the stuff that you said you were going to do. I'm sure we're going to talk about it in a couple of weeks when we oh, actually yeah. go through our list of stuff. But I think it's kind of nice. You're like, oh, it's the countdown. And then, of course, you're supposed to celebrate on New Year's. And then Francesca just does not like it. No, I, I'm not going to have a list. I've decided. I, I already have botched up my my yearly whatever. So Your New Year's one? My my things I needed to accomplish by the end of the year. Oh. Like I'm too far off. But I do think one thing that is good about setting deadlines and not following, not necessarily not following through but more like incorrectly managing time is that it gives you the opportunity to reassess and figure out what went wrong or not even what went wrong but if you miscalculated and I think I miscalculated on a project and now I'm just like well that means that I'm going to recalculate it and kind of figure out how to get that thing done what is that thing it's the comic that I'm working on. Oh yeah, it's still it's still happening. It's just taking much longer because I, think I that's didn't normal. factor in all other parts of life. So my dad has been writing a novel for like twelve years, right? And that I have a bunch of those kind of things too, where like I've started something like years ago, and then I still intend to do it, but I haven't gotten to it yet. But I think what's interesting about this particular project is it's small enough that I can like I can reassess and I can be like okay well 
what is, if this was not an appropriate amount of time, how much was an appropriate amount of time or how much would be if I, you know, did it again. Yeah. And so that's what my plan is, but it's not going to be done before the end of the year. And I'm just, I guess there is no reason why you'd have to do it by the end of the year anyway. Yeah. No, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. That's kind of, I mean, Chris, you're sort of saying this, like the end of the year is sort of, it's It's a fake deadline. Yeah. It's a weird arbitrary date. And I kind of wish that they would stick it in the middle of summer. So at least I would not have the winter to deal with at the same time. Oh, well, if you, what, if you move to Australia, you would have summertime right now. Yeah. Luckies. Well, there you go. Right, <laughs> but I guess they summer. still get winter though, so I should. Yeah, I was going to say you just do they get be snow? A different part of the year. I should check. probably right. Isn't it close enough to Antarctica that you would get it's regular just like seasons? Flip. I'm sure parts of it do. They have a desert there too. It is a big country. It is very. <laughs> I feel big like everything we said is probably incorrect about Australia. So sorry, <laughs> Australia, if we got your climate wrong, we don't know. Uh, We're so... guessing based on where you are in the world. Yeah. And my and warped like, version of a man. And I pseudoscience. Saw, by the way, yeah. Speaking of pseudoscience, I saw a, I saw a version of an Australian map that said that they look at the map completely upside down. Does every country have a map where their country's in the center and all the other countries are? Because you know how we're on the left upper corner? Yeah. I didn't think we were ever in the center. No, I don't think we are in the center. The but Atlantic do they Ocean put, kind of like, is, right? Do they, like, would, would another country put their... Their hometown um, in the center, and then they just move the whole globe around. Just I doubt depending? it. I think they lay out the maps the way they lay them out is because there's two giant like poles, swatches. There's like the oh. Asia, Africa, this side, and then there's like the Americas, this side. So you could flip those two around, but you probably wouldn't cut it off. You wouldn't through like, a landmass. You would cut it off through water. Put Antarctica in the middle, and then spread this other stuff around on the outside. You that would be weird. You might that be would be to. weird. What? That would be weird, but that would be interesting. It would be interesting to see. Yeah. I then that's what I was going to say is that they flipped in the map that I saw. They put Antarctica on the top for some reason, and they put. I feel like it's an internet joke that I took very seriously. Yeah. Well, I mean, it makes sense in space. If you approach this planet in space, who knows what direction you'd be yeah, facing? Yeah. Then there's so. no direction. Yeah. There's no matter. Yeah. That's fine. Well. Okay, well, I'll do some research on that to see how maps work and how geography works. Did you guys ever have to do that thing in, I think it was like third or fourth grade, where they gave you a giant map and you had to name all the countries? Mm-hmm. Can you still do that? Nope. No. Oh, okay. I don't know if I could do it either. I don't even think I could get, I don't even, I don't know. I Nope. I could do like four of them. Four countries in yeah. the world? <laughs> a general idea where some things are the the giant ones i'd know where they are in japan i know where that is because it's a weird shape so yeah so smart anyway where were we in our great conversation so that's that'll i'll put that on my new year's resolution list francesca wants to go to australia so she can avoid I mean, you could yeah, and then just do what a lot of people do is travel. live in one place in the summer and one place in the winter. That's yeah. You Work, could. I guess I might be working towards that. Yeah. You could live wherever you want if you had a tent for a house. Oh, that would be really cold. <laughs> that would be really cold. <laughs> well, maybe you just pick some places that are, are the Never climate cold. is nice. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I You're, still have yet to try our three person tent. You could just start walking when it gets too cold. Start walking south. 
like and a bird. By the time you get further <laughs> enough south, yeah, and when it gets too hot, turn around and go back, yeah. and then you'll probably. You're gonna hit Texas, and then probably, you're gonna be like, "Why am I here?" Yeah, you'll probably even out and be able to stay in the most temperate climates all you year round. Need a sun hat and a walking. You'd stick. be like Forrest Gump. <laughs> we saw his suit at at the Mall of America yesterday. Uh, Remember? Oh yeah. Weird. Yeah, you could borrow that suit and keep walking. I don't even think he walks in that suit. I don't remember seeing that movie, actually. He runs everywhere. Okay, then you should be running. For a while, and then he just stops. For no reason? Yep. What a dumb movie. <laughs> <laughs> what is happening? Okay, Francesca, that's your new life. Let's just make sure that you you watch Forrest Gump. Have you seen it? Yes. Yeah, so oh, okay. Long right. time I wasn't sure. So I know you've seen like four movies. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, Forrest Gump. Glad you've seen that one. So, and then the other ones are are the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Yeah, probably. Okay. So, do you have any like fun things that you're going to work on? I think. I mean, that's fun. It's fun to work on those photos. It's just. It's just oh, daunting. There's thousands of them. I yeah. Mean, it is, and they are large files, and they slow down my computer. So if I had, I feel like if I had a dedicated computer that was just for photos only, for photos only, I would do it a little bit more because I wouldn't I want have to a like dedicated start. Computer for games only, that'd be nice. I think you have one. Do I? Yeah. <laughs> it might be a PC. What? It's a PC. Yeah. Oh no, not playing games. I said making games. Oh, making games. Yeah, okay. playing I games. See. I for real can only play like DOS games on that PC because it's ancient and also it is like. It's got one piece of memory. Your favorite game is just getting games to run. Yes, actually. Did you know that I watch this? I'm going to hack this and then do this and then do this and then she's like, now my game's running. Then she's like, do do do, and then she looks at the title screen and she's like, ah, time for a nap. Yeah, and then she's like, now I'm going to go do something else. Yeah, now I'm going to go eat this food over here. That is basically my entire existence. Also during the holidays. Is mm-hmm. trying to get Darklands to work again. Now you don't have to because no, I know, they release because good versions of it now. What is it? Good old, good old, good. What, good it's on what? Steam and good, good old, old games. games. Yeah, it's. I think it's just GOG dot com now. No. It's not good old games. It's just GOG dot com. GOG because they don't just have old games anymore. So, but you can get Darklands all over the place on every system imaginable. So, you know, you don't have to do any hula hoop jump. Jumping jacks. Jumping through hoops is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Hula hoop. Hula hoop jumping jacks. Those are pretty cool. They're pretty hard. Yeah. Yeah. Those are good. Uh, we should take a video of you trying to do that, Chris. Especially with your weird I've never right been now. able to hula hoop. Really? Why? I've never been very good at it. I don't know. Did they teach you that in kindergarten? I feel like that's yeah, a skill Yeah, but only girls all. could do it. No, that's not true. <laughs> and that's how our school worked. Only, I feel like that's just how it worked. I feel like that is, you'd have to make an effort to. I could do that thing where you throw the hula hoop and then it comes back to you. Isn't that like stick ball? If you had, if you had a stick too? Or stick stick hoop? Is stick that a, and hoop, yes. Stick ball is just like baseball. Okay, mm-hmm. not baseball. Stick and hoop. Because yep. you need a stick. And you would also need one of those rolly scooters with the four wheels on it that you run over your fingers with. Yep, one of those. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm going to get you for Christmas. Oops, I just told you, so sorry, Chris. Yeah. Sorry, right, he would have guessed. Probably, yeah, I know he would have guessed. That'd I would have put three cool. cans of beans in a box and a, and a stick. It'd be pretty beans. awesome to have your own gymnasium with all the things that you used to have in school. So, rolly. A bunch of red balls. A bunch of red balls. 
<laughs> Rolly cart Rolly. things, whatever those were. A giant parachute. A foam mat, some scooters. A pull-up bar. Mm-hmm. Pull-up bars, yeah. Net rope. Did you guys have a net rope? Don't mm-hmm. you pay for a gym membership, Chris, right now? Don't yeah, you but have it's not that things? kind of gym. Yeah, I think they have it in the children's section. Is I, there a children's section? Yeah, there sure is. There's like a daycare version. The best you recesses should not go in there, Chris. were the indoor recesses where you could play dodgeball. No, that was the worst. All I wanted to do was sit on top of like one of the weird sculptures and then trade secrets with a bunch of people. <laughs> trade secrets? That sounds like a coffee brand or something. I think that used to be a, be- a bath and beauty. Yeah, I think it was. Oh, okay. We had, we had um, monster truck tires that were buried half under the ground. Why yeah. were they in the ground? So you can so climb they're on like, them. Yeah, so you could climb on top of them and you could go inside of them. They're like a rainbow. Of, oh, not the other way? They were probably like little, tractor tires, not monster truck tires. But they were, yeah, so you could giant climb in there and people would go in there and do horrible things. <laughs> Ow, it's see-through. No. No, you go inside the tire. Like, like it's hollow. Did you not have any of these tires? Wait, what? You no? know, it's like a tire. It's a tire that's like a rainbow? Like half yep. of it's in the So earth? you took a tire, but without the... But there's inf- a hole in the middle. There's a right. hole, but then you go inside the tire. So you go through the hole, but then you're inside of the inside of the tire. Is there a bunch of cat poop in there or something? Uh, there's sometimes children of- poop in there. Probably <laughs> poop in there. <laughs> People, like kids who couldn't control themselves would go in there and use it as a bathroom. I feel like most children oh, can no. control themselves. Bad kids I- would go in there and smooch. Oh, yuck. And, Let's and not, not talk pee about in there? That. Yeah. I feel like all the things that you <laughs> would do in a tire time. is worst worst combination. Or if it was one of the days where you had to go outside and it was like negative 12 degrees outside, you'd just go in there and huddle and like, With the pee? Like, I don't think I'd do it. There's frozen pee on the ground. There's frozen pee yeah, everywhere, but it was Francesca. Like, it was That's like, like the whole entire earth. It had... Um, it had wood chips, so it was like a giant cat litter box or something. Oh, my God. Yeah, but that's extra gross. But eventually the pee, somebody would pee in there and you'd void it for that day, but the next day it'd be fine. No, it's still in there. <laughs> the that's not how that works. That's a, it got a, soaked into a chip. That's I mean, I, so the, those tires smelled like... Pee. Cat pee. A mixture of child pee and... Oh, uh, gross. Like tire. incredible, yeah, tire. Yeah. Like rubber. That's disgusting. That is disgusting. One time my sister was on a tire swing... And she was going around and around and around, and then somehow she smashed her head against the, uh, yeah. like the pole thing. Mm. And then yep. we got in the car, and then she threw up all over the inside of the car. And I remember that to this day. Sounds about right. That's what happens. <laughs> Those you, things are dangerous. I know. You put a small child on a tire swing, and then you just get pain and suffering. It is impressive that they. I know that. That they reuse kids tires, are tough, but that oh. they actually did have those monster truck tires for kids to climb in. Yeah, and they had, sometimes once they would get balding, they would get like metal spines would come out of them because yeah. there's like metal inside of them. What? Yeah, is there metal in there? Just to like reinforce like, hold the it tire. Together, yeah. yeah, I think there's like a cage or something that they put. They're the like, sure, put some rubber, rubber on it. Rubber is safe. Hmm. Hmm. That seems. Back, yeah, our our school playground was heavy metal. It was like. It was like giant Rusting monster truck tires things. and spikes, and then and then Tetanus. splintery wood, and then chains, and that's all our <laughs> splintery wood and chains. Yeah, I like the chains. I feel like that's what our backyard looked like for a little bit. It was pretty. It wasn't as cool, but it was. Yeah, yeah no, I figure you get some serious uh, slices, slice of Chris, a slice of whoever. Yeah, 
Well, that's good. Well, I'm glad that we went down that memory lane for a second and then talked about all the kid pee. And yeah, see, so to to solve your seasonal depression, you can pee have tires? indoor gym. In- Go play some dodgeball. Oh, my God. I, it depends on which side of the dodgeball that you're on. With the good kids or the bad kids? Yeah, because <laughs> I feel like, I don't know about you guys, but I was always on the dumb team, <laughs> you know. Okay, well, it's just me then. That was no. I mean, I often was. I'm I'm not a good player, so. Well, yeah. Well, I feel like that would be much less fun if you're getting pelted by dodgeballs. Yeah, but the balls were so soft. No, they're not. They're red and they're they're weird. And we use those grids soccer balls that were made out of like hard foam. plastic. No, no, oh. they're made out of like foam that you can like tear off chunks, and oh, so eventually yeah. they get like bowling balls with like. You, uh, yeah, for... they were pretty gross. We had those too. We had the big, the red rubber ones that gave that smacked you in the face. If you we got... had those too, but I feel like we played with the soccer balls more, and they were like really like a Nerf soccer ball. Yeah, they were kind of a Nerfy. I mean, they were heavier than that, and you could, and they had like kind of a slick coating on the outside. So if you got smacked with them, they would make like a smack. Yeah, of course they would. But um, like a noise, but mm-hmm. but they were know. softer, and and you could catch them really easy because when you catch them, they would like. You could like smush them. Oh, I oh I remember those. Yeah, those were the best. If I had some of those in a gym, then we'd play <laughs> then dodgeball every set. day. No, yeah. I would oh, not no, with no, you, Chris, Chris, you'd win. Yeah, Jenny would probably play with you, but you'd still win though. <laughs> there's not one winner. There's a whole team of winners. But if you had the ball and you were throwing it, no one else would have a chance. I'm not that good if, at throwing yeah, things. Yeah, no, Chris <laughs> is that good at throwing things. I feel. Like also, you could see more because you're higher up. He's he's also a got more target. mass. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so... And I'm slower, and I have one knee that's broken. Yeah, and maybe now I'd do it right now when, you're, when you have a broken right knee. Right at his knee. The game would be over. One Only during second. the week with your broken knee. That's sad. <laughs> Otherwise, never. Yeah. How was that? How was your weird surgery? I'm very impressed. I, I mean, if podcast listeners remember, last week I hadn't even diagnosed what was wrong with my knee. I had guesses. Did but we even tell anybody that you had a weird knee? We talked yeah, about it. Yeah, because he, remember he talked about plugging in the PS4 and then standing up. Oh, yeah, because that was the world's yep. most pathetic injury. And in that time, I got diagnosed. I set up surgery. I had surgery. And I'm out of surgery. And my weird leg bandages are off and I'm walking around. So he Modern has a medicine. bunch of, modern medicine. of uh, drawings all over your leg, too. They're not drawings, drawings? they're words. <laughs> Hieroglyphs. I had to write yes on my knee so that they knew which knee to operate on. That still weirds me out. Yeah, that is kind of Why weird. don't they know? They asked him like a million times. I guess times. you are out when yeah, they do it. Yeah, you have to like sign stuff and Maybe because they don't want to get in there and find <laughs> you have out to that sign they're... stuff and write on your leg. They do. Yeah, they do. Chris uh, had to wear a hairnet and he had to wear one blue sock. I had, two, his... I, had both, I don't know if I lost the blue sock, but I had two on when I started. <laughs> Really? Yeah. It's like a piece of paper sock. Yeah, yeah it's one of those were... little 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 footies. It's yeah, it's not even a sock. It's, it's like not a, even the same thing. It's like that a you paper strapped to your foot. It was like a piece of paper. But it but it's not like the kind that you get at a shoe store. It was more like a puff on the end of it. It's your like foot. a hairnet only on your foot. Yeah, it was actually a hairnet on your foot. Yeah, I've seen those. They probably were the same thing now that I think about it. That's yeah, everyone wears that. Yeah, they wear it over their shoes, but the you mean the surgeons? Uh yeah. The thing that was on your head was probably a shoe. Oh, and the yeah. Thing that was on your, on your foot was probably the it's same just thing. an elastic blue paper. Puff. Yeah. Anyway, my knee is oh. doing well, and I was really impressed with the surgery and how fast and 
painless and everything it was. I stopped taking my medication pretty quickly and I am fine with the pain. There's no pain really. Yeah. Our good friend was asking for the remnants of your your horrible pain. Yeah, it's like high school all over again. Yeah. Every time you'd get surgery or something, everyone would be like, What are you gonna do with the leftover drugs? And you're like, <laughs> not give it to you. Yikes. Yeah, the thought of high school kids with leftover drugs is terrifying. Yeah, let's not let's just don't Chris. <laughs> don't go over the high school near our house. <laughs> Sell it. Go to our neighbor kids. He's like, I need to make a quick fifty bucks. <laughs> I'm gonna take my my horrible leftover things. But I don't know, it's good that you're off of those things too. They were pretty weird. Chris. Yeah, they, I feel like they made me more nauseous than they helped with any pain. So, hmm. Maybe in the beginning they were actually doing stuff. They probably, On yeah, the first somebody's in there like fiddling around with your joint movements. I feel like that would be pretty gross and you probably should take some pain medication. Yeah, I, I think with the whole thing, I'm lucky that it doesn't hurt that much, but it's just more of the gross feeling. You know, like I feel like the dentist is the same way where somebody's up in there. It's more of a weird, gross, horrible feeling than it is like a painful feeling. Oh, because you know that somebody stuck a needle in your knee? Yeah, and you're thinking about like... like How gross that is? And when I couldn't see it, it was even worse kind of because I, w- I could use the sensations I was feeling to guess. to guess what it looked like. He took some pictures for you. I didn't take them for yeah, but I, I have pictures, but they won't be going online or anything. Yeah, but, no, that's gross. Nobody <laughs> wants to see that. Ugh. Yeah. But you know what I mean? Like I would sit down and I would, my imagination would run wild because I could feel the pressure on my, no, not the tools because I was not awake, but I could feel the pressure on my sutures or whatever. Ew. And I just had to imagine. You could feel your kneecap coming right out. But I didn't know, I didn't know where they were. I didn't know how many there were. I didn't know anything like that because I hadn't seen it yet. And I was just like imagining it. So when I was sitting in a car trying to ride home and my leg was having a hard time fitting in the car or whatever it was <laughs> it was so big <laughs> well I'm, so I'm a pretty big. tall person and cars don't his leg was so swollen it was like a enough, giant or far puff. enough for me to put my leg out so i just i could feel Ugh. tightness where i imagined stitches were coming out yeah and that was all back to vitamin d also <laughs> just jump right back in what'd you find uh well i have researched more in vitamin d <laughs> I've researched more on vitamin D and um, it was just saying that most people are vitamin D deficient, especially if they live here in, in Minnesota Canada or the north of northern half of the U.S. And even in climates where it's sunny all the time because people cover up so much and use so much sunscreen that blocks the vitamin D. So a lot of people are vitamin D deficient. And it is true that it helps with your overall feeling of well-being. Still haven't found that. It doesn't that. say that. It's, really? I still haven't found anything But right who that. cares? But, but here's the thing. It, well, it helps it with did, your bones. Your, and it oh, helps well, your, I guess that's probably worth it then. And it helps your immune system, which I think kind of ties to everything. So, like, you should just have all your vitamins all day. You should probably you be You should healthy. probably be taking a multivitamin. Yeah. Is or, the, I don't know. I'm, I'm also skeptical about multivitamins. Really? I, I think they might work, maybe, but I'm also kind of skeptical. I used to be a huge advocate, and now I'm like, hmm. Hmm. I don't know. Well, I don't know how we're going to get it otherwise because food. I wear a snowsuit all Eating day food. every day. And being in the sun. There's sun right now. We probably should run out and get it. Yeah, I'm quick. never going to see it. It's only going to be there for two more hours. If so I quick. can't take it in through my eyeballs, then I don't know how to do it because I can see it there, mm-hmm. but I'm not outside. And also I'm wearing like 50 clothes. I don't know. I think it, 
I mean, I know this is not, this is projecting a lot, but on a sunny day, like just going outside, I always feel like I'm in a better mood. I don't know if that's just because it's sunny and like that's how people work, but that might be. Well, we're... Do you feel like that? I feel like you are not. No, I want to go to bed. Like on a me, sunny day? Like yeah. me when I go outside and it's like gray and overcast. That's when that's I. That's my favorite day. Really? You don't feel tired because of green I feel tired because of sun. But oh. you know you know what it is, though? And I don't know whether Gray it's days do make me feel tired. Not in a bad way. Gray? Yeah. No. Not in a bad Sundays way. Sundays make me feel tired just probably because I'm squinting. Sunday? Sunny days. Oh, sunny days. Because I'm like this and I'm squinting. And then and you're like, I'm, I'm like, so oh, tired. I'm so close to sleeping. I might as well just go all the way. Because <laughs> your eyes are shut. Because <laughs> your eyes are shut, but your brain is still active. That's good. It's true. Like, I don't know what it is. She'd probably look that study up, too. It's like, I'm sure that's a What's thing. this podcast called? Nothing. Weird Science? Squinting makes you tired. I don't, mm. I don't know. I don't know. But I do think that's interesting that sunny days make you tired. I, they do. Don't they make you tired? Don't you want to take a nap? That's no. why they have siestas. No, sunny days make me feel active. I don't know why. Like, when the sun... That's one thing that's awesome about... And this is another reason that I think... I actually feel like I have better... I'm not as bad this year as I was last year as far as like the seasonal depression thing, but because it just started probably it did just start. But last year I remember, and, and I think it's also, I started to become more aware of the fact that the, the angle of the sun going into my window plays a huge impact. in when I wake up and the winter time, it barely ever reaches my window. So it's dark in my room all the time. But in the summer, it actually does reach my room, and it actually reaches my room at, like, 7.30 in the morning. So I am, like, ready to go at 7.30 in the morning in the summer, which is amazing. That's insane. I could sleep through that all day. Even if it's bright and it's blaring? Yeah. I have, like, giant French windows right next to my, like, my bed and, like, sleeping area, and it's amazing. It's the best thing. Yeah, no. I just would keep sleeping. Uh I can sleep through everything in the world, which is probably why. It's true. Probably why you woke up at eleven thirty this morning. Yeah, I just need it to was keep dark reminding morning. you guys about how it was dark this morning. There's no, there, I'm a total fail. That's not, that's not your fault. It was, it might have been my fault. It I was like to nighttime night too. Yeah, I don't know. I, so, anything else that you think would help with uh, winter time? Well, I think embracing. I think embracing the season is helpful. Mm-hmm. With, we sing uh, all the all the holiday songs. Yeah, I think you definitely come home after singing Christmas carols in a better mood than you are 20 singing minutes later. Singing does help. Actually, there are studies about that, too. Singing, are there? Yes. Are they better than the studies we found about by I mean, uh, there's studies on everything, so I feel dumb saying this. But but I actually believe that singing makes you. Because it, it opens up. Do you sing? Not in front of people. Do you sing in your house in front of yeah, your Yeah, I sing to the cats, yeah. That's nice. Yeah. That's how it should be. What do you sing them? I don't know. Whatever's on the radio. The radio? Yeah, I listen to the radio a lot. Oh, okay. Um, well, I was going to say, besides singing carols, I just mean in general. Mm-hmm. For instance, if it's summer, you might do summer activities like mm-hmm. going for a bike ride or going and playing golf. Going or to the farmer's market. Going to the farmer's market. Oh, you mean because you have And those things stuff. Enjoy, are enjoyable in summer. So in winter, you should just enjoy cozying up with a tea in a book or things like that, that and adorable. you should instead of be angry that you're inside find the things that make this season special and enjoy them 
I like more that and he appreciate looked directly more. at you when you said that. I am looking at Francesca because yeah. she complains about it like literally all the time. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. I do complain about it all the time. And I think you're right. Like if it's snowing outside, Jenny comes in and she's like, you think Francesca's going to be really mad when she comes in? <laughs> Actually, she does say that. That's well, really funny. Yeah, and, but, but this is the thing too. When I come, when I come in, it's after being like, like 40 minutes of walking in it. So oh, yeah. Well, yeah, I'd be mad too. That's pretty funny. I like that she cares that that she's just like, uh oh, it's really cold outside. Uh-oh. Yeah, it's and really she's not snowy. like, it's really cold outside. I'm having such a horrible time. She's just like, it's really cold outside. Francesca's, Francesca's gonna be gonna so be mad. mad. Yeah, she's gonna be so mad. <laughs> yeah, no, well, it does. It actually sucks. So that's why I'm mad. Yeah, yeah. Well, if I had to walk around outside for forty minutes, I'd probably have a fit right in the middle of the street. <laughs> I feel like that's appropriate. So, so you know what is horrible in the summer is when it's hot and all the animals are laying on top of you and you're under covers and you're sweaty. Oh, sweaty? No. I take that equation, but without the sweaty but part. But the, the same situation is the best thing in the wintertime when it's cold out and you're under the covers and you have a million pets. So you should just take these moments that are special in the winter and savor them and don't think about all the things you're missing. You should just think about the things you have. That is a healthy way of thinking about that. I should probably do that. I should probably for real do that. I don't know. I have I have I cozy up with my computer and a tea, which is not the same as a book. I need mm. more books about Mount Everest, you guys, because I think I've exhausted every single one that's existed. You probably have, actually. I think I might have, and I'm <laughs> sad about it. Cause only so many people write go anyone. up to Mount Everest, and then out of those people, only so many write a book. They all not. write a book, though. I could read the same account from a different person. I should just read the website, but it's not the same without a book. Yeah, book. I know book's better yeah i don't want to read the website with a t i mean i guess i could i don't know i'm so mad about it but yeah no but you're right i would i would cozy up with some cats and some dogs and all that i don't think my mom would enjoy that she probably would enjoy it more than she would admit probably she likes to complain about the dogs but then she actually likes them i'm sure she likes them yeah i'm sure she likes them but i don't know i like i i like when our house is clean and we can kind of decorate or entertain or have like a an event around a thing. I do like preparing for a small get together also. I like cooking food. Although there's no food left. Mm-hmm. Why is there no food left? Also? I like cooking food. Because you don't buy food before the holidays because you know you're gonna be eating all the time. That's yeah. There's no food in our house. There's no food ever anymore because it's all dead now. Mm. I don't know if that's true, but okay. <laughs> you like how my that's my I'm, good I'm, attitude went towards that's part of my <laughs> world. I'm making a world encyclopedia, and that's one of the things I wrote in there. <laughs> you said no more food because it's Every, all dead. Everything now. is <laughs> yeah dead in the world. So sad. It's Francesca's high school poetry. That's mm. that's what you have on your senior picture quote? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> what was on your senior picture quote? Nothing. I don't think I had a senior picture what? quote. What? What was yours? We didn't do that. It was um it was a quote. It was like a quote from a song. No, it was like Hunter S. Thompson quote or something. I mm. bet you had a Hunter S. Thompson quote. <laughs> I had a Tank Girl quote, so I'm okay, sure we fit well. real. That's why Chris and I are together. I'm sure that's because we have this <laughs> those two love each other. Those yeah. <laughs> equally as uh fitting i'm equally. sure it was meant to be 
Yeah, Frances, you got to figure out what your quote would have been. My high school quote? Yeah. I'm sure it would have been from Huck Finn or something. You should probably bring in your... (laughs) (laughs) Francesca's yearbook quote was also taken in like 1912 or something. I I wish I was kidding, but it actually probably... It would have been either from Huck Finn or like, I don't know. I don't remember what the quote is, but I remember it Pride and... Really? Yeah. Hmm. My dad's probably was that too, so you and my dad could talk about all those books. Yeah, and I'm glad you and I, Chris, can talk about like ridiculous other things such a nice memory so i have some groupons we'll see if anybody wants to go with me i have some for the saint paul chamber orchestra that's awesome it is awesome i have four whole tickets and i have four whole tickets to haunted walking walking tour so francesca put on your big old boot clompers and we'll go walking around downtown minneapolis in the frigid freezing cold yeah and see all the haunted things and then is it is it outdoors it's outdoors. i'm pretty sure it's outdoors it's a walking tour it's a walking it would be not several hours yeah all right no i'm i mean i can do it yeah i think we have the stamina for that i feel like I feel like it's long underwear time. But those are the two things that I've got reserved for a snowy day or a frigid day or a day that is a One thing. of those seems like a better idea for a frigid day than the other one. <laughs> you would think, but it would be pretty neat to do the haunted walking tour. I think this year Minneapolis's holodazzle is a little different too. It's not outside the negative one. I million. heard that, it, that I could be wrong. I know that this might be a supplement and not a replacement, but um, the Holodazzle is usually an outdoor parade that happens at, like, actually, it's probably started, like, two days ago. It probably did, yeah. And I heard that one thing they are adding this year is, like, an indoor display, kind of, but they're calling it Holodazzle, because they usually have a Macy's display. I think this is going to be the Holodazzle plus Macy's display combo into, like, a bigger thing. But I'm not sure if the Holodazzle parade has been removed i haven't that's another thing i have not done in the one million years i've been here are you serious never no i when i used to work downtown i used yeah, to see you it worked... go up but then i was like gotta get out of here and then i would go yeah i suppose the traffic is never have you been to it no i i've been to it like four times really yeah yeah i don't know why <laughs> oh i mean it's cool. pretty it's pretty but it is freezing yeah because it's like it's night it's not even it's like 8 p.m in the dark. Yeah. In, in the, the cold. negative one million. Speaking of dazzling, my sister is hosting a uh, grown-up club Oh yeah, thing here at Light Gray Art Lab, which I forgot to mention in the beginning of the podcast, but I'll mention it now since we're talking about dazzling things, called Swappy Dazzle. Mm-hmm. So if you're a local person and you want to come, uh, bring a dish to share and bring a white elephant gift. We're doing gift exchange here. Just regular gifts, not art gifts, but just regular gifts and uh, food aplenty. Uh, I believe there's an Eventbrite page thing. I will link to it on the Facebook page also. I'll put it in one of our posts so that you guys can see it. I think there are maybe 10 or 12 spots left, um, but it's I think it's capped at around 40 people, 45 people maybe. Um, but yeah, but it's called Swappy Dazzle. I believe there's some version of awesome that's going to happen there. So maybe we'll wear our most bedazzling sweaters. Oh, and the other thing is we are going to have a make-your-own ornament table there. So if mm-hmm. you want to use your crafty skills, you can come by and do that too. 
And so we'll show you how to do it. We've got all sorts of crazy things that we're going to bring. Lots of sparkling. I keep wanting to say that word that you say, Chris. That starts with an A. Aromatherapy. I don't know what it is. (laughs) Not that word. I couldn't even. Antiquities. I don't. No, that's fine too. It doesn't matter. It's it's all the the most beauteous things. I'll bring that so that we can help you guys make a nice ornament. But... That is on the, what is it, the 10th? Uh, it is on the Thursday. It's on Thursday? It's on Thursday, December 11th. Oh. 7 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. How nice. Yes. So, very nice. So, I hope you can join us. And then if you do want to do that, um, head over to our Facebook page and we'll, um, we will share it so that you can find the Eventbrite thing, sign up and and meet some folks and eat some food and swappy some stuff. So, yeah. Swappy it and dazzle it. Yes, both of those things. Dazzle each other. So, so I don't know. I think that was a good list of things. If people are trying to find stuff to, to pick themselves up, vitamin D. I think it was equal parts inspiring and <laughs> equal parts crushingly depressing. Oh, okay. <laughs> Crushing. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> That's good. Well, I hope you guys, again, can find uh, your way over here. If you're looking for reasons to get out of your house, I know it's hard to do, as we have just talked about. But plenty of stuff. Cookie party, emergency. We have another one, too, I think, on the 15th or something. Um, It would be exactly two weeks from the one on the third. So We're doing a bad job with our math, right? Um, but there is another game night before the holidays. So if you are around, we will make sure to also post about that on Facebook so that you can see it and tweet about it and all that kind of stuff. So it's on the 17th. Yep. Thursday to, or Wednesday. Yeah. It's stay frosty on Wednesday, December 17th. And it's going to be all games that have a frigid theme to them, which is Francesca's favorite. The games are really good, though. I do like the games. Yeah, but we're going to make sure to turn the heater off and everyone's going to have to be no. in character. <laughs> no, we won't. <laughs> Wear your scarves. We will not yeah. turn the heater and off. hats. We will make sure we have some hot chocolate and some hot coffee and some hot tea for That you. almost happened. At our last game night, we mm-hmm. had no heater for the first half of the day. You should tell people why so they don't think that that's a normal thing for us. Oh, they were cleaning the ducks. Not the ducks, like the pet ducks, but like the, the, the air vents. ventilation ducks in the building. So we were concerned for a moment that we would not have any heat by the time game night rolled around, but we did. So yes, hooray! Good, good tidings to all, right? Yeah, yeah. So, um, so where can people find all this information? Uh, you can find out about game night, swappy dazzle. The holiday exchange and everything else we're doing at blog.likegrayartlab.com. You can email us at the podcast at podcast at likegrayartlab.com. You can find us on Twitter. We're at likegrayartlab. You can like us on Facebook. You can subscribe to the show on the iTunes Music Store, stream it directly on Stitcher Radio, and you can follow us on Tumblr, likegrayartgallery.tumblr.com. Awesome. Thanks again, you guys, for listening to us. Next week, Jenny's going to be back, and we'll have all sorts of crazy things to talk about as we get closer to the end of the year. So stay warm, and we'll talk with you soon. There's like 
40 billion children running around. Upstairs, I know. Everywhere. It's like an earthquake of child Maybe it's flight. like a holiday party or are, something. Are you picking it up? Is it? And they're in the toilet. Can you hear that? Mm-hmm. They're clinking around in the toilet. They probably went to the, the bathroom in there. Work, I know. It? It That's probably work. why they're having a problem. That's probably why they're clinking around in there. Oh, no. <laughs> Glad we got that on the podcast. Um, 